Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. Before I begin, I want to apologize if you hear a noise in the background. I'm having to record outside because uh, we have house guests and I don't want to disturb anyone. But I'm looking at Job chapter 10 verses 18 through 22 in the New Living Translation. And it reads, Why then did you deliver me from my mother's womb? Why didn't you let me die at birth? It would have been as though I had never existed, going directly from the womb to the grave. I have only a few days left, so leave me alone, that I may have a moment of comfort before I leave, never to return, for the land of darkness and utter gloom. It is a land as dark as midnight, a land of gloom and confusion, where even the light is dark as midnight. Again, this is Job chapter 10, verses 18 through 22 in the New Living Translation, which titles it, Job Frames His Plea to God. I'll be back to share insights from the commentaries and close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're looking at Job chapter 10, verses 18 through 22 in the New Living Translation. In this section, Job asks God to leave him alone. If you can imagine that, I cannot, you know, imagine ever having a situation in my life where I wanted God to leave me alone. I've had situations where I wondered what God was doing or why he was allowing things to happen, but I don't. I can't recall a situation where I've ever wanted God to leave me alone. Uh, Job complains about his life and wish he had never been born at all because of the trouble and the misery that he was feeling. Uh, he said, and sort of, and if this is the life that you have designed for me, why were you? Why was I allowed to come out of the womb? Why wasn't I just smothered there or stifled at birth? And uh, he just uh, wanted to be left alone. He called his life a burden. And he quarrels with God for giving it to him or rather for laying that life upon him. Because remember in the section before, he said, God, you just I was just born so you could mock me, to make mockery of me. So he didn't understand. But remember, we saw the scene in heaven. We read the scene in heaven. So Job doesn't know what's going on. Um, Job says that um, he just wants God to leave him alone. He does not recognize that uh, only because God didn't leave him alone that he's able to endure as far as long as he has and has not been completely destroyed by either the devil or despair. And as you think about times in your life when you're in a situation like, you know, where you can't understand what's going on and why. 
And, you know, because God's there, he keeps us from the despair that would just overtake us and make us lose our mind. <laughs> I think I heard someone say that in a song, you know, that some things happen in our lives that could make, would make some folk lose their minds. But we thank God that he's there for us. Job demands that God just leaves him alone and I uh, wish that he was had never been born, but he's not suicidal, but he does have a wish for suicide. It wasn't a thought that he wanted to kill himself in any kind of way. He just didn't like the suffering. He didn't see any sense of it, and his friends did, because of course they thought, Job, you've done something. Or if you didn't do something, your children sure did something, because God killed all of them. So they had to have done something wrong, and this is the proper correction. Job knew that he had done nothing wrong. And then Job talks about the grave and darkness. In the grave, there is a thick darkness, darkness that cannot be felt indeed, but uh, can it, uh, see, yet cannot be feared by those that enjoy the light of life. In the grave, there's no knowledge, no comfort, no joy, no praising God, no working out our salvation, and therefore no light. And Job was so ashamed that others would see his sores and so afraid to see them himself, himself that the darkness of the grave was welcome to him because it would hide the sores and the grave would just cuddle him and it would welcome him. It would cover all that, you know, that he was ashamed of. Remember, he said he couldn't even walk with his head up high anymore. Remember, Job is a man of stature. He's a man of, he was a man of wealth. He was a man that people knew. You know, just look at Job, you know, probably imagine his neighbors. Because he was wealthy and he gave to others. So, and they knew that he loved God because he did sacrifices and prayed for his children. So you can just imagine how it would feel to go from being on the top to being in a place where you almost want to be dead. <clears throat> Excuse me. Darkness, if it comes upon us like it came upon Job, we would try to understand the twists and turns of our lives. We would try to understand, okay, and like I said earlier, we want to ask God, why have you allowed this to happen to me? And again, I thank God that he allows us to ask those questions. Uh, we would be overwhelmed or we could let, you know, the fear overwhelm us and overtake us. Or we can cast all of our cares upon God. Because you have to remember, God hears, he sees, and he cares. So we should walk and work while we have the light with us. And that's the light of our Christ the light of Savior, our Savior. And while we have life, let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you as we go through the book of Job. Uh, right now, I want to stop and pray for three special men in my life. One is my brother-in-law. My sister asked that we pray for him. I have two brother-in-laws, but God, you know who I'm speaking of. <laughs> and pray for my two brothers also. They need you in a special way. Both of them are on the mend, and I praise you for that, God because you have shown yourself so strong and so, so, so mighty in all these situations in our lives. We thank you. 
those who need you in a special way, God, we pray again. As I'm praying for men, I'm praying for the men in Afghanistan. I don't want to be politically anything. I just want to ask God that the men in Afghanistan can protect their wives and their the females, the women that you have entrusted them with. I know they're probably not Christians, but God, let this be something that leads them to you, that leads them to the cross, that leads them to a Savior who loves them and hears them. Not an idol that they make with hands, not a, a religion that's so, again, I'm not even going to touch it because I'm not a theologian and I'm not going to touch it. But I am going to ask God, did you cover with your blood the people that need you to cover with the blood of Jesus? We pray and we uh, speak blessings upon all those who are trying to leave right now. Open windows and doors and all kinds of avenues that the Taliban has tried to close. You open them, God, because you are God. And we thank you in advance for doing so. We've seen your hand as you work through things in Israel. So we know that your hand is mighty and your arm is strong. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed. <laughs>